You're listening to the Communication Matters Podcast with your host, Laith Hoffes, where we discuss, dissect, and demystify all your communication matters. Welcome to the show. So hi, it's Laith again at Impact Skills in the UK in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown. So today I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about how we best present slides in the virtual world. So in other words, when we're presenting on this little tiny square where we can see everybody, how is it best that we can present some of the slides so they're not difficult to understand or digest? And you know, the pauses, the breaks, the type of style that we could use in terms of not overcomplicating the slide. So let's dive into the slideshow. I'll share my screen with you. Presenting virtually. How best to present slides in today's meeting? No, in our new reality virtual world. So on the screen, you can see a couple of shots on the left and the right on the left, you know, perhaps more professional presenting, making an impact so you can be seen and heard. On the right, which is great after work or perhaps on a social call while you're with work, but not necessarily great when you're on a call with your team or your boss, you know, eating uh, something like a burger or a, or a sandwich or a bun, not necessarily paying attention to what's on screen. And of course, if you're using something like this, which is a multi-directional microphone or even one on your uh, headset, you will pick up the sounds of the person eating. And that could be quite distracting for some people, not least of which, uh, you know, it's impolite perhaps. And also when you're eating like that, things fall down. You may be messing up uh, what you're writing on. It falls into your keyboard, etc. Not a great look and not perfect in terms of a, a, a business presentation. So let's crack on. So presenting visual slides. So there's a number of points here. There are actually four, which I think work very well. Of course, there are many, many more. But in terms of a starting point, you know, be yourself and be human. So in other words, just don't put on a facade. I, I, I posted a video about this previously. Don't put on a facade. Don't be somebody you're not. There is only one you. So if that's the case, just be yourself. So be yourself, be human. You know, we've all got our funny quirks and idiosyncrasies. So be yourself while you're on screen because people will relate to you being yourself. You know, keep the audio interesting. In other words, have some peaks and troughs in the inflection in your voice, the energy, the passion, whatever you want to call it. Have some, some modulation, have some variety in your voice. And with variety comes interest. And if there's interest in your voice, then you're much more likely to be interesting when people are watching you and listening to you on screen. Remove any distractions and for you or your audience. In other words, as I showed on the previous slide, you know, perhaps eating, it can be a distraction, not only for yourself, but definitely for your audience. So anything like that, if you're, you know, fiddling with your phone, if you've got your phone or a tablet in front of you, and it's something that's distracting you, if you've got your social media notifications on, and there's a ping going on every five or six minutes, that's a distraction. If you're typing away at the keyboard and you're not on mute, then the rest of the team or whoever's on the call will hear you. And that's a distraction. So be aware of just general distractions. If there's a noise going on in the background, 
then the mic will pick it up and again if you're not on mute that is also a distraction which is why I recommend these headphones or some some uh, form of headsets and have fun you know be yourself be yourself and have fun so don't be dry and uh, formal online just be who you normally are of course when you're at work you can still have you know in a physical office when we're all back you can still have a bit of a joke and a laugh and a chat to your friends over coffee or grabbing a drink so have a little uh, a little element of that whilst you're online because it's human and you're being yourself let's move on types of visuals now this gets into the nitty-gritty so what kinds of visuals do we have there are more than these but these are probably the top four and I would say text or word slides where you've got some kind of information in the typed format, whatever that might be. Illustrations and pictures. Now, illustrations and pictures could be exactly that. A graphical representation of something, a picture, a GIF, a meme, whatever it might be. Something that's, uh, that, that represents, um, you know, what you're trying to say in, in a picture or photograph form. Charts, graphs and stats. So we've all been in the presentation when there's been a very heavy slide and it's difficult to decipher and it's difficult to understand. The presenter's doing everything they can in order to, uh, you know, decipher this particular graph or chart or the statistics. Uh, and you know the ones I mean, they're very, very heavy with information. It really doesn't serve anybody since that the ability to understand what's being said has to be pretty quick. It shouldn't be hard work for the recipients to understand. Now, particularly in the virtual world, online, when there are delays in transmission, the speed of what you're saying could be delayed through the network or Wi-Fi. People's laptops and or tablet or phone, whatever they're listening to you, uh, on whatever device they're listening to you on, could be different in terms of their ability to process information the speed differential can be quite significant so in order to explain a difficult chart can be really hard work and if you're trying hard to explain something you can be sure that your audience are also trying hard to understand what you're saying so keep it simple keep it short and simple and then of course the last representation could be videos and slideshows so videos are very very common they do illustrate and demonstrate a point that you're trying to make quite clearly. Usually they've been put in because they do exactly that. They, they simplify and demonstrate the point that you're trying to make quite clearly. However, be conscious that you don't want your whole meeting to be a video because you're not doing much of the input. So yes, for sure, you know, pepper your presentation with one, possibly two uh, videos that are relevant and appropriate to keywords there for videos and to make sure that there's some variety in your presentation. So tips for visuals. You've seen from my slides, we are all about simplicity. Why? Because you can convey the message far more easily and two, it enables whoever's watching these slides, particularly in this 2D world, I'm calling it, in the, our new reality, this virtual reality that we have, it's just simpler and easier to digest for your audience. So I would title every slide for sure so they know what they're looking at to show what needs to be seen. What I mean by that, and I've, I've, I've put show in capital letters, it's basically 
show them. So it could be a picture, a video, a photograph, a chart, a graph, something like that, rather than just words. Why? Because we can consume pictures far more quickly than we do words. And the idea of that is also just to make it more interesting. Now, I've also said that needs to be seen. So don't increase everything, you know, just what needs to be seen, no more and no less. So don't overpopulate your slide with pictures and graphs. Uh, equally, don't make it so thin, uh, it's so thin on the ground that actually your audience is wondering well, what else is there to go with that? What does that mean? You know, you've underpopulated. In other words, there's not enough information. And use color, sorry, highlight keywords. So if you have got a text-based file, highlight keywords. And when I say keywords, it is only the keywords. It could be, for example, as it has here, key in blue, so you can so your eye focuses on it. It could be a fairly simple chart, but there's one figure in the bottom right-hand corner that you want everybody to focus on. And then you could circle that in red, for example. So the, the, the chart might come up, uh, you know, you might go to the next visual and the spreadsheet comes up and he says, you know, this spreadsheet is quite busy, but what I really wanted to focus on and then click and then a red circle comes up on the figure that you want them to focus on and then say, this figure represents and talk through whatever that figure represents and use color wisely. So in other words, don't go nuts with colors just because you can be creative on PowerPoint and PowerPoint can do it doesn't mean you need to use it. So for example, this is a classic. Now this is not what I've seen. We've made this one up, but I have seen a lot of very overpopulated, very busy slides with different colors and font sizes and mismatched fonts, etc. etc. Don't do that, <laughs> whatever you do, because you know that's just one word. But if you see sentences like that, or paragraphs, or lots of bullets with different font sizes, you know, a keyword being highlighted, then another one in a different color, then another one in a different size, it starts to get a little bit messy. And consistency is what you want throughout the slides. So you can see mine is a, is a, is a header and a footer. The font sizes for the headers and footers are always the same. And that's very deliberate to make sure that there is consistency. Here's another one. So tips for visuals continued as it were. Use bulleted points or use bullet points. Now we've got a very small rule, which is easy to remember, which is why we use it. The simple four by four rule is four words per bullet and only four bullets. Now, is that a hard and fast rule? No, because sometimes you might have five or six bullets, you might have four, five, six, seven words per bullet. This is just really a guideline. So if you start to get into seven, eight bullets with you know a dozen words in each, then you're starting to over overpopulate the slide. It's getting really quite complex and the font size is gonna have to diminish quite significantly to fit that all onto the screen. So our advice our tip would be to use that as a guideline four by four roughly four bullets roughly four words per bullet if you need more information uh, to to put out onto the presentation then we would advise another slide which would make more sense so each one is still simple and still easy easy for you as the presenter to deliver and easy for the person listening to digest simplify graphs and charts I have seen in my time, 15, 20 years, some really horrendously busy charts and graphs, which are just difficult to understand. Even if you're in the business, they're difficult to understand. It's essentially because people 
print a report and extract what's on the report and shove it onto a PowerPoint slide. PowerPoints and virtual meetings like this are a presentation. A report is a written document, a very different form of information. So you, yes, it is more work, but you do need to simplify whatever you're presenting. Later on, you can send them the report or a heavy email with all the documentation in a separate uh, Word document. So simplify them and as it says there, save the details, save all the details for email. This is an example of a military visual, a military PowerPoint slide that was given in, in the war. And here you see their strategy for the coming months in terms of what they're able to do in order to win this war. And I don't need to say much about this. This is a genuine slide. And the reason I've picked it up, you know, some seven or eight years ago, and it's still on, on, on the internet now, is because people are using it as, a, as an example of what not to do to overcomplicate your slides. This was actually delivered and presented to an audience and I still to this day can't really decipher what it means and what the intended outcome is. So for me, this is much simpler. Whatever you're trying to say, make it simple. So you can see at the top, you've got a heading, sales Q1 to Q4 2019. What is it representing? The East and West, East, West and North region. There's a key in the lower right-hand corner, East is West, uh, sorry, East is yellow, West is blue and North is red clearly defined x and y axis and you can see the colors very clearly and what they're trying to highlight here probably is an anomaly in q3 in yellow and then you can go on and discuss what you what you mean by that particular graph just simplifying slides keeping to the basic rules like the four by four rule in terms of how much information you should you put on one slide keep the modulation and the variation in your voice active smile because when you smile, it comes across in the vocals. It comes across, even if somebody's only listening to the audio, but it does create interest in what you're saying. So by smiling and ensuring that there's some modulation and some variation in your voice, it will definitely come through. Keep the slides simple, especially graphs, charts, statistics, that kind of thing. And keep the distractions to a minimum. So yes, we're all living at home as it were and there'll be children and pets and so on and so forth but if you can minimize that by maybe closing the door for a very important meeting or asking your housemates or kids to be quiet for a particular meeting only 20 minutes half an hour uh, or there are some pets that you need to distract for a little while whatever it might be just minimize the distraction distractions don't eat at your desk unless it's an informal chat and catch up with your friends which i've talked about in, in previous videos so i hope that's helped it's just a brief one and in order to communicate more clearly just keep it simple keep it short and have fun with it so my name's Leith from impact skills thanks very much and i look forward to seeing you on the next call bye for now So that's the end of this podcast. I want to thank you personally for listening and I appreciate the time you've just invested. If you genuinely found value in this bite-sized learning, you can follow me on YouTube, search for Impact Skills Training or on LinkedIn under Laith Hoffes, 
where there are many, many more videos on how to increase your impact when communicating, be it in presentations, negotiations, sales, or virtually. Thanks again. Take care. Have a great day.